Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a boss. Let me get this straight. I'm gonna spell it out for you. Ball game. Hello, everyone. This is the Wishful Booking Wrestling Podcast. We are here again after experiencing a lot of mercy. <laughs> with a no mercy. There wasn't. Was a lot suppo- of mercy. Wait a second. There wasn't supposed to be any. That's false advertising. There was some, unfortunately. Yeah. But we will discuss that. <laughs> um, my name is Jimmy Moorcraft, and I am joined as always by my co-host Liam. Liam, what's going on? How you doing? How are your? Uh, how you doing? How are you feeling in WWE land this uh, week oh, after everything? That's a, that's a good question. Um, One adjective. Kind of blah. Blah. Okay. Agreed. I think I might shock you, actually. For a little foreshadowing, I might shock you with the state I was in during one of the so-called co-main events You might not, Sunday. because I feel like we have a similar thought, but we will okay. see if our thoughts are conjoined. Right. <laughs> uh, so we will, of course, begin with the Raw pay-per-view, No Mercy. Yep. Um, kickoff show, not much to talk about. Elias Sampson, well, Elias, Apollo Cruz. The same match happened the next night on Raw. Both times Literally. had the same result with yeah. Elias winning. Yep. Same outcome. Which uh, I like Elias in general, so I hope that's like going somewhere, but I kind of like Yeah, is he, he has... undefeated? Or I've, we've talked about Um, I don't think he's undefeated. I feel like Finn Balor beat him once. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he definitely but did. You're right. But he has a good record in general. Yeah. But I just feel like he's one of those characters that they're building up, but there's not much to do right now because yeah. the mid-card title is already a heel. And they know they want him there, like, solid, yeah. but they don't but know what But they're doing a good job building him up. He gets good heat, and I enjoy his shtick. So, nonetheless, yeah. that, that was a match. It was what it was. Yep. Um, moving on to the actual card of No Mercy, of course. The show began with Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt. No, it did not. No, it didn't. Be- uh, <laughs> wow. I feel like that match opened up... Then, never mind. It definitely didn't open up SummerSlam. So. No, it didn't. I was going to try to help you out, but I, I got So it. the main card of No Mercy began with the Intercontinental Championship with Jason Jordan challenging oh, yeah. The Miz. Oh, yes. In what was, you know, a good, I gave it a three-star match. Nothing bad, nothing, you know, great. Jason Jordan is a great wrestler, though. So, of course, the work that he does is going to warrant, I feel like, if you're quantifying it with stars. It is your system. It's hard to give the guy... In yeah. terms of stars. Yeah. And, and The Miz as well, the heel star. work and the character work. Of course, the Miz-Taraj interfering was what it was. It's kind yeah. of a tired trope for me personally, but I understand why they do it because of The Miz. Otherwise, and, The Miz has to lose. Right. Um, although it would be nice Based to on, give him a, a victory here and there personally. Yeah, I mean, he's been <clears> around <throat> so long. For me, it would be okay if he were a bit more um, like wiry and, uh, you know, like... Uh, Manipulative. I mean, not that he's not manipulative, but like, let's see that in the ring. Yeah, there's a way to win a match without needing like somebody. Yeah, you know, without always relying. So I agree. And uh, so you know, you know, the Miz retains after a bunch of interference from the Miztourage. And like I said, the match it it wasn't a bad match. It was a match. You know, I kind of was bored while watching it. But I did. I did. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say I did think Jason Jordan was going to win going into it, so that kind of threw me for a loop a bit. Okay, so you didn't hear because there were that was uh, the the odds shift I that was at, at least odds. one of them uh, during the weekend. There were yeah. reports that 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 the odds shifted on one of the big matches. Yeah, well, I didn't turned, read it turns that. out it was the opener, but yeah, that's what they said that yeah, Miz was going to retain, um, and I said, okay, Miz Taraj. Yeah, I didn't read that article. Go to work. 
Um, and usually what we do is we'll talk about the No Mercy result relevant to what happened on Monday Night Raw, but there's a lot more to dive into with The Miz and The Miztourage on Monday Night Raw. So we'll, we'll reserve that a little bit later when we talk about Raw itself outside of No Mercy. Okay. But uh, what else do you have for, I know you're about to say... What, for Miztourage? I was just going to say I give it like a 5.56. I'm pretty much right in there with you. Okay. Just, I feel obligated to give it above 5 because of the yeah. work rate of Jason Jordan. Right. Because, you know, Miz is what Miz is. He's He's good. He's uh, I don't know, good in small doses. I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of shaky on the Miz lately, but I, I don't want to get too deep into it. I just, you know, it's it's really he has this like reputation as being a talker, but if you listen to him, he's like when he talks, he like he doesn't phrase sentences well, like ever. Oh, I agree. You know? um, Mike Chiari, who you know, if for those of you who are new listeners, <laughs> have blocked me. I I often talk about him now, and I will continue to. Well, not about him. I critique his critiques, and he like would literally probably ha- well I don't know he likes the Miz a lot I was going to say okay. something vulgar but let's just say okay. he likes the Miz a lot yeah swears by everything he does yet he'll shit on someone like Braun Strowman who is undeniably the most over superstar right now and has improved yeah. by leaps and bounds since the superstar shakeup as we discussed definitely definitely and he thinks that he's the best heel in WWE right now and he's the Miz like, yeah and he's been saying that for like years and yeah. i disagree i, I think kevin owens is the best heel right now easily in my opinion and when chris jericho was around and he was a heel i thought he was the best heel yep nonetheless right i, I agree with you in terms of the miz and just last thing to talk about was the promo afterwards just horrible by jason jordan yeah. terrible from grading that it's really, getting zero i don't know what they're trying to i thought he was gonna turn heel i thought he was gonna like say screw you to the fans There's gotta like, be like a i heel saw turn something coming. built up in his the way he was his facial expression, yeah, like, oh, I know what like, you this mean. must be, like, the beginning of something, and then... He's about to say, fuck the fans. Yeah, or yeah. something like that, or, like, yeah, I got that vibe cheering too. for him, or... Because uh-huh. I had to know The Miz was going to get cheered. A, it's a pay-per-view crowd, so you have to imagine that the crowd is going to be a little more smarky than normal. Especially Marky, And yeah. it was in his hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, it was in Miz's hometown. Well, it was his, It was in California. He's from, okay. he's from Hollywood. It was in... I forgot <laughs> where it was in. Oh, it was in okay. uh, L.A. Right. So, um... He's not from Hollywood. I mean, he's from... Because he's from the... Where's... Dolph Ziggler, that's what I was trying to think of. Cleveland. They're both from Cleveland. Yeah. But anyway. They bill them from Hollywood, California. But yeah. Yeah, I now, mean, yeah, yeah. Totally. But, um, so yeah, that was that. Nothing really much more to say about it. Um, next was Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt. Um, Which did not open the show. It did not open the show, and, oh, God. Oh, really? I thought it was... I mean, no. Considering I, no, no. that it, with the feud is going on and is going to keep going on, I thought it was a really good. I match. have a problem with Bray Wyatt losing the way they structured the match. Why have him talked about this? Attack though. Finn Balor, and all, I mean, it, it will oh, be oh, it's the way they structured the match. Common indictment okay, of okay. Bray Wyatt yeah, in general, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yep. you know, the match itself, I gave it three and a quarter stars because it was good. But I feel like these two can just do something. Just really great and yeah. high pace and a lot of kickouts and work that like main event level style match and I don't know if the bookers aren't letting them or if they just aren't they don't want to because they have good chemistry yeah. together I enjoy the character work but to so have you Finn think Balor, that their in ring work could be better is what you're saying uh, the in ring the psychology could be better for okay. for the feud yeah, yeah, being yeah. built around it mm-hmm. you know they have a spot where Wyatt does the the crab walk and Finn Balor is all like. Why are you still having that expression? It's the third match. Yeah. And I said in SummerSlam <laughs> that it'd be cool that during that crab walk, that's when he delivers the coup de gras. Yeah. And I'm like, finally, it's going to happen. That'll be awesome. That would have given it maybe three and three quarter stars just for okay. development so of the feud your, and the psychology. for the spot that you had Well, just of. the fact that they did it and they're going back to... It's like they're reverting. Even the way they structured yeah. this feud, they did 
Bray beating the man. Then they had the demon, the demon beating, beating Wyatt. The God, yeah. And now they have Wyatt losing to the guy. So essentially... It's because Finn doesn't need the makeup. Right. You're, you're right. I don't know why so they had now, him with the, the pre-match attack and then have him goad him back into yeah, still having the match then. Like, if he's going to lose, you're right about that. And I did think that I thought this could be the start of another feud. I said that on our last show, that this could be a series of matches. And I said that maybe a TLC, they'll have a chairs match. Yeah. Or I thought yeah, that maybe yeah. this would have some sort of a screwy ending. So when the injury's happening, I'm like, oh, well, that's how they're going to get to another match. They're going to have Finn Balor be injured. Oh, okay. Wyatt gets the win, Balor's protected, and they say that, you know, you didn't beat the man, you beat an injured man, or yeah. something along yep. those narrative lines. Yeah. And they didn't. They just... And they're still continuing And they're the still feud. continuing it. What I'm does Wyatt Raw. possibly have to say? And I really like... I thought the Goldust stuff was more yeah. character development did and you think, the best did, part of the feud. Did you think it, that's where they were going? What do you mean? To Goldust and Finn? No. Okay. No. Um, I mean, I did think it was weird that Goldust was faced randomly. Yeah. So, But I do find it interesting that Goldust was a baby face without the makeup. And now the makeup's on and he was a heel. But I also don't know if that was just like sticking up for himself. Well, he was a baby face the week before with the makeup when he initially got beat by Bray Wyatt. Apparently. Apparently. I mean, it was the first week. I guess it was supposed to be assumed. Do I really look like a guy with a plan? Going into that match, I thought it was a heel versus heel match. Towards the end, of course, we had sympathy for him. Yeah. So I see where that happened. But yeah, backstage Monday night, Finn was talking to Goldust. He called him Goldie. Goldust said, don't do that. And then they cut back to the commentators and the first words you hear are, well, Goldie's upset. I'm like, don't call him Goldie, Booker. Yeah. Well, Were Booker G's best friend with Goldust, so, you know. He goes on to say, oh, Goldust, you know, he's not with these people in this locker room today. He's from my generation. He's in the locker room today, you idiot. You're yeah. thinking that because you're not in the locker room now, but he is in the locker well, room. Booker so he, in general he does really just, know them. I don't know how he doesn't get in trouble for I don't know how he's he still on commentary. I well, really that, don't. Definitely, yeah. That's like definite. If you want somebody who used to perform, I get that, but you've got to be able to find somebody that can string a thought together better than Booker T. Oh, it just has to. Absolutely. That, you know, like a former star of, of some degree of merit. Yeah. Well, they have Dave Otunga was the one who was supposed to be. And now, granted, I hate I him a former more. former star with some degree of merit. Well, I'm just saying that initially Byron and, <laughs> Byron and Dave were supposed to be switching spots yeah, until yeah, Booker yeah. T filled in, blah, blah, blah. I actually would prefer Booker T over Otunga, personally, yeah. just because I don't like It depends Otunga's on the rate at which Otunga's improving. Yeah. But um, but I liked what they did. How Goldust said, yeah, "I don't need your help," and he slapped Finn hard, and they had a you know decent match. And then Wyatt, well, not even Wyatt, the you know the whole world in his hands play, which right. is the same audio they played during the John Cena feud. Yeah, and of course this is gonna go on again. I'm sure it's gonna that's, be a yeah, stipulation. That's the, it's the only um, place they can go with it, I guess, is now. So I don't I, even I don't, know where they go for what is a stipulation. Wyatt gonna have to say if not, you know, uh, no idea. Twice I I like attacked you started issues kept issues with you going and you've now beaten me twice like i I said you weren't going to be able to beat me without the makeup i even attacked you before the match and you still beat me without the makeup. yeah it's so really terrible booking so yeah obviously this feud is continuing and i guess we'll track the progress going forward for what seems like the 15th month (laughs) at least (laughs) moving next we have the tag team championship match Wow. Oh, yes. Talk about the match of the night. Another potential um, show stealer. Could be definitely, you know, I should have predicted it's that. on my match of the year list. I don't know if it'll make the final list because okay. I, I put like everything yeah. I think is worth and then I put it down. You have a pretty expensive list. Yeah, at I have the about, I have a working about list. I think I have about 30 matches. And, okay. Um, so it's a, but, it's a but I don't think it's crazy to say that this could be. You just made the list. But I will have to say that the first 10 minutes were good. It was more feeling out. Of course, it wasn't until Cesaro gets his teeth shoved up oh into God. his gums 
Um, oh my god! Which that just, of course, enhanced Dude. the match. Did it, you think? Did you? I mean, we didn't know that's what had happened. Did you think his teeth broke or that they were gone completely? I thought they got knocked out. I so did I. But now, when I thought about it, I'm like, well, technically, it went like probably went in. Like his, t- no one can see what I'm doing. No, but no, no, no. If it helps, when I he can, ha- and I still don't catch. When it. he had the slingshot, you're supposed to like cover your face with yeah, your hand. Yeah, it seemed like he did. He missed. The, okay, the, he had his hand out. Well, he did it to the head, but his chin still hit. Okay, so when his chin hit at that force, his teeth are going down Ugh. up into Ooh. his gums. Oh no, it makes sense. Yeah, when you know what so we ultimately found that's out. That's what happened. Raw, I just. And then I have to. No matter him, what happened, I mean, it's he had to have been in massive. Pain. Oh yeah, and I got to give him credit because you know that oh, he yeah. on the fly thought of. Well, you have to give him credit for the entire thing. Yeah. But I really liked that. Well, you saw the blood happen right away, mm-hmm. but he was covering up pretty well. Yeah. Because I don't think everyone else knew right away what happened. Yeah. Their backs were to him. When Seth Rollins hit that super kick, he made sure to spit the blood out for that effect. I don't know if oh, you noticed really? that. No, I didn't. Yeah. So when he got that kick, he like spit it out. Oh, no, that I think and that it. had yeah. to be on the fly to yeah. give that effect. And he was probably thinking, well, let me do what I can with this. Yeah. And he spit it out because when people get super kicked, they don't. Sometimes you'll see that, like, you know, no, 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 pretend like a tooth is coming out. Uh-huh. Like, Dolph Ziggler does that a lot. Yeah. But he like definitely, gum, like, used all that blood and spit it out. And that wow. was a really cool visual. See, the rest of us are just giving him credit for continuing well, no, I, the that's, match, that, let well, alone that's having an amazing match in the process. Yeah, that I... that but I the devil's in the details, as I now know. No, yeah, no. I mean, that was a foregone conclusion that, I mean, the fact that he finished and Unreal. worked at that level. Let's, but I really liked how he did that. push, please? I, 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 yeah. Um... I just thought that really added to the match. It shows that blood in general, of course, that wasn't planned. Yeah. Adds to the product, and that was just one example Can't how. Can the product, yeah. And the whole match was good. People are really complaining about the amount of kickouts in this match. Um, but when you have four After level that power bomb off of the top rope, Ambrose should have got pinned. Well, when that, I have, after that happened, I said, oh, they're going to switch him again, okay? Yeah, did they do their finishing move before that or after that, where he does the white noise and then Cesaro jumps? Because he kicked out of that as well, Dean Ambrose. That I had the bigger problem with, but uh, I can't remember. No, no, if that no. It was the before. white noise. Seamus did the white noise that put Ambrose down, and then Seth got power bombed on top of Dean. Oh, that was all consecutive. Yep. Oh, I thought those were two separate kickouts. Okay, um, and that was after they had done yeah. the, the double razor's edge. Yeah, like, oh, I, I that's just, the other thing. I'm thinking we were talking about this last of. week. How, how? I mean, unfortunately, I didn't get the episode up until basically the No Mercy start time. But <laughs> go back and listen to it because it's good. We were talking about how Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins are like a super team. And that's the line right there. Any other team, of course, would have that would have been the end. Yeah. And the titles would have changed. Right. But Ambrose and Rollins are like a super team. So and I just Sheamus I don't think it was is necessary. also a former four time world champion. Cesaro doesn't have that many accolades, but I don't know. I feel like but it would he be should. four of course. Clearly. But yeah, you have these like four saying. high quality level superstars. So it didn't bother me as much. The tag team championships mean that much. Yeah. There's a lot of world titles between them, so you just have to assume that I guess they're going at a higher level. Also, the New Day Usos, that feud also has had a lot of unrealistic kickouts as well. So Yeah, yeah um, that's true. And they're that's both true. incredible tag team programs. So, of course, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose retain their championships. Yep, of course. Uh, we find out that Cesaro had to get an emergency uh, of course. dental surgery, I of mean, course. And the next night on Raw, I was surprised to see that Sheamus and Seth Rollins had another match in which Seth Rollins won. Yep. Very mediocre compared to the night before, but, well, I mean, you can't yeah. blame them. I just wouldn't have necessarily put them in a match right after having the match the previous night because they both weren't really showing the effects that much. Yeah. Dean Ambrose and Cesaro were... Yeah. Of course, but I don't know. I kind they, of had a problem with just doing that match in general. Like, why are you? We saw it already. Every combination. Yeah, Seth, I mean, 
Dean and, Dean and Cesaro did take the brunt of the damage, though. Too. Yeah. I just don't know why the feud's continuing. Yeah. Because... Is it necessarily? Well... Might not be. It may I not think their be, plans why are kind of their, kind, their plans are kind of in flux because Jeff Hardy's injured, and you were right a couple weeks ago. You had said they definitely had the Hardys in mind for some kind of multi-team yeah, situation for shame. TLC, the for first, a ladder match. The first TLC pay-per-view since their return. Yep. Who and knows he's if out. Yeah, even, that's terrible. Who knows if they'll even be around at the next TLC pay-per-view. Yeah, they, they could always time. do a TLC match in between or a ladder match. But, um, so yeah, so there's more with Seth and Dean to come in the broadcast. Um, we'll finish the No Mercy card. Yeah, next yeah. is good the Women's Championship, which I also thought was an incredible match. This match was only, how long do you think this match was? Well, I just said only, so you probably have an idea. <laughs> yeah, how, how long was it? Nine minutes and change. Oh, wow. I still would have said like 12 or 13 right? minutes. So, and and that's the thing. I think they gave them a good enough time. Of course, they're... They made good use of the time. They definitely were rushing things because from the get-go, it was a very high, you know, frenetically paced match. Mm-hmm. That didn't take away from the quality. I thought that everyone looked great. I think that Nia Jax was by far the superstar of not only that match, but I would argue that her and Cesaro are tired for MVPs of that pay-per-view. I think yeah, that they both a case were... Yeah, for that. Nia, I mean, that bump she took on the outside, I mean, that would hurt yeah, anyone, let alone that weight coming down on you. That was crazy. Crazy. The double Samoan drop was incredible. Yeah. Emma looked good. Somehow. What are they doing with Bailey? Like, why was she in oh my this God. match? What's yeah. happening? Um, As a fan of Emma, I thought for sure that's why she was yeah. in the match. To take well, the pin. that's why I said uh, week what'd ago you, what'd you say? that I thought Emma would be Oscar's first opponent. Oh, so the fact that she so didn't take the didn't pin, pin her. kind okay. of makes that a little confirmed in yeah. my eyes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a great match. Alexa Bliss won with the DDT clean. No shenanigans, which I was yeah. surprised about. Um, yeah. Just that's, a really, that's... really great match. I gave it... Um, why do you bring Bailey back to get pinned? Is a big I give this question. match three and three quarter stars. Oh wow! Something about I feel like there's an extra level of like planning that goes into five people oh, in yeah, one match. Of course. Even like the money to make matches, I always like commend them for doing that. So yeah, for I definitely think that that bumped everything. it up in my mind a half a star for how there wasn't that many timing issues. Yeah, there wasn't that many botches. You know, it just flowed really yeah, well. Everything made sense. There were stories in it. The Bailey and Sasha thing was very subtle, but it was done. And then talked about the next night on Raw where they were both preventing each other from winning. Yeah. Which, by the way, why wouldn't you do? I mean, that kind of... I mean, yeah, there should have been, about there that now, been no awkwardness about that. Yeah. Not to mention, I don't but, know about you, but that's that whole scene on Raw backstage with Sasha and Bailey was just felt forced and like it and was like forced, not but organic at all. What I think they're getting at is that Sasha slowly. I think that the Sasha of like maybe a few months ago wouldn't feel the way that she felt. She would say that, well, of course, we both want to win the championship. So the fact that she's starting to think oh, that way, I kind slipping. of feel like they're starting to she's slipping over to the. But dark I will side. say that on Monday Night Raw, there was a tag team match between Nia and Emma. Bailey and Sasha. They did this promo beforehand with them backstage. Why not? If you're going to have Bailey get pinned by Alexa Bliss, why not get have Bailey get pinned again or have maybe Emma pin Sasha because you achieve a bunch of things. You achieve Emma looking somewhat strong when Asuka comes. Mm-hmm. You achieve the continuation of the Bailey and Sasha storyline yep. because now she could say, you know, well, you didn't help me or why weren't you there or yeah. something like that. You can add another. So now I'm starting to think that maybe that backstage promo wasn't leading to anything because why have a tag team match with them and not capitalize on it? You just have Bailey pin Emma for what reason? Maybe it's just it a slower so burn. Dumb. It's a slower burn than I know, that. but I'm sick of this. Like, like the backstage segment was all they were trying to do on that night. You know what I mean? To advance that story. <sighs> When you're telling these little stories, have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. 
Thank you, Steve Martin. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I don't know. I, I just feel like why it was just unnecessary to have Emma get pinned in that match. Not even because I like Emma and I want her to be built up, but just realistically speaking, you have them both in a tag team. Bailey could, you know, you could say that she's still injured if you wanted to go with that storyline. Have someone work on her shoulder or something. Yeah, which in turn would help explain her lost Sunday. You know, uh, Emma has the Emma lock, which definitely yeah. hurts the shoulder. Which yeah. she doesn't even use anymore, by the yeah. way. Is that still a move? Maybe that's like her old music. Um, R.I.P. So I'm going to ask your thoughts about this, but I'm just going to go into also the other part of the women's division, which Please. is, uh, one, talking about Asuka, she's debuting at TLC officially. Yeah. And is that your wishful booking, her versus Emma, in her first match yeah, on TLC? definitely. I think okay. so. Because um, I think that you either take the approach of doing a bunch of jobber matches... Or you take the approach with Asuka and Emma, with, like, Shinsuke and Dolph. People hated how Shinsuke put up, like, a fight. You're saying how it wasn't easier for Shinsuke, Shinsuke to, to win. Dolph. People yeah. were complaining that Shinsuke, like, struggled a little bit. It was yeah, a competitive yeah. match. When it's unrealistic, because despite Dolph Ziggler's hierarchy in the company, which is on the fault of creative, he still has a championship pedigree. Yeah, he still has and credibility. Emma, although she doesn't have a lot of championships to her name, she still is known as a great worker. Yeah. And she has had great matches. So I wouldn't have a problem if Emma puts up a fight with Asuka. I just want them to portray Emma more on TV. So it's not in the meantime to to get it in people's minds that she does put up a fight. Because I saw Asuka and that's that's most people's first impression of of Asuka. Well, that's the problem of why I need. This is a good point. I want them to do the work with Emma because I know that Emma and Asuka can have a great match because they had one in NXT. Great match. Yeah. yeah. casual viewer needs to think that Emma has that ability. If they see Asuka come in and not <clears throat> squash Emma right away like many others have yeah. done in the recent months, they're going to think, okay, so Asuka is not as good as Sasha <clears throat> Banks. She's not as good as right. Bailey. It just creates this perception that hopefully they don't want. Knock on wood, but it does. Um, I don't know. See, I would, I would just have her fight like somebody. I just want unpredictability. So I would have her fight like Sasha or, or like... Right away? Um, yeah, because I don't think they're going to do anything with the two anytime soon. So by the time, if you do feud them down the road, it'll be enough removed from people's minds that they... Yeah, even, but I feel like know. the undefeated streak might be a crux of her character. So if you have someone like Sasha lose to her already, and then they have a match down the line, yeah. what would make the viewer think that now... Oh, you think she's still going to be undefeated? I was talking about like long after the undefeated... Because they could get... One well, of I them thought you were just saying that you wanted her first match to be against Sasha. Yeah. I'm saying, so no, 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 I'm saying by the time their second match happens, she's not undefeated oh. anymore because it's like a yeah. year or two, maybe three later. Yeah, I don't know. That's one match I, I, I personally would hold off. Um, I mean, yeah. that's your opinion. That's I fine. Just, I don't want to like tell yeah. you that it's dumb. Well, but, there's, no, there's a lot of factors but, um, that go into it. I know, I know what you mean. Like, I can easily see my other what you're option saying. would have been Mickey James, but. And I like this a lot. Is she I don't know. Go if, for the title? Yeah, definitely. Ooh. I don't know if you said. Well, I, I, whoa, whoa, hold on. Uh, at least this is this is my opinion. So, on no, Raw, no, no, yeah, did you watch on. Raw Talk? Uh, no. So Alexa, I had a feeling this was coming because Alexa Bliss dug into Mickey James because she was like, "I beat the entire division." Renee Young said, "No, you didn't." There's still oh, yeah. Mickey James. And then Alexa said, "Oh, please." She's lucky she's here. I brought okay. her back. She's an old lady. She can't yeah. hang with me. So well, that's I what they were saying. That was wrong. coming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then Alexa Bliss comes out with the promo. Mickey James came out looking fine as hell. By the way, like wow. Yeah. She's like reverse aging. When she first came <laughs> yeah. back, she did not look like that. But anyway, um, I thought that this promo was the most concise, realistic thing the women's division has done in a while because it talked about their past history. 
it wasn't all smoke and mirrors. It was a straight up a veteran saying, I have all these accolades. Yeah. You know, you're a little girl. Don't talk down to me. They haven't had a lot of matches together. And this feud was something that people have wanted for, since SmackDown, but they held off when the Superstar Shakeup happened. Yeah. So, again, this is another example of the way that they also haven't been portraying Mickie James that great. Mm-hmm. Because although she's been getting victories over Emma, she largely has been inconsequential. So it's kind of like she hasn't been losing or winning. She just kind of hasn't been there. Yeah. But at yeah, the same time, fair. she is a six-time women's champion. They have all the video packages in the world to show of her beating Lita, show of her beating Trish Stratus. They could very easily, in one video package, make this match, aside from the promo they did on Monday, which I thought was fantastic, make this match yeah, it was really a, a exciting match to see. It's different. They're including more women. And right now, you could potentially have three different uh, stories on Raw, which is something that I've been craving since three different women's, women's divisions Raw, yeah. you know, became a... You know, a what's that word that they talk about? Since they switched from divas to women, yeah, but there's like a word, whatever. I don't Equal? Think about it. No, like became the, like a, like the a business, level... like a, you know, they're using the women's division. Oh, as business like initiative. Business stand. Yeah, kind of like that. Okay. Like the women's division is like a business initiative now, where it's like in the news and publications that women matter in WWE. Well, now that now that WWE's seen that they can benefit from, well, right. <laughs> so, it but they haven't really capitalized field, on that. Is what I'm trying to say. So now yeah. I feel like this is finally you know three different women's stories, great wrestling. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for this. Obviously, I think Alexa's going to win. At least I fucking hope she does. I mean, she better. Uh, but again, but that's just, the problem. It's something with different. My it, problem with this match. Why? You know. Obviously, Alexa's going to win. Nobody, you're not well, going to. I know you're going to build. You, you know what you're saying. Like you have these weeks to to build Mickey and to make it a competitive rivalry, but you're not going to do so enough to suspend the disbelief of most of the audience that much. You know what I mean? Like you're not. Yeah. Gonna, you're not going to accomplish that much between now and TLC. Agreed. The casual audience does, though. For example, viewers watching now don't know that much about Mickey. The WWE also hasn't given them a lot to know about her. So she hasn't been a lot in programming. She hasn't, like I said, she hasn't been losing or winning a lot. So if they build the match the right way, they can so conceivably saying, make it a competitive match and possibly make the casual viewers say, "Oh wow, maybe this veteran six-time women's champion is going to, you know, take the crown from, you know, this woman who, if they play in the SmackDown story, she was a mentor of." And yeah. So I see what you're saying, but I do think they have a way to build it in a good way to alleviate some of that. Yeah. Which is why I okay. like it. And it okay. also so you're saying they'll use, rain they'll use footage of, like, Mickey James from the past to kind of, like, reinvigorate her the perception of her on that, the part of, like, newer fans? That, is that what you're saying? Yeah, and paired with the fact that Alexa and Mickey have history with the whole SmackDown thing. Yeah. And they I haven't mean, really had a ago. feud yet. Yeah. So it's not like you could say Alexa beat Mickey, because I think the only time she beat Mickey, Nia Jax interfered, which they could also bring up if okay. they wanted to. And Mickey's beaten Alexa. I think, on SmackDown. I believe so, yes, on yeah. SmackDown, yeah. So I, I, I think that, yeah, it, it, it's essentially a feud to continue Alexa's reign, which I'm not complaining about because right. I hate the hot potato of the title and I want Alexa yeah. champion as long as possible. Okay. So it's not the worst thing in the world. It's better than if Dana Brooke came out. Let's put it That's that way true. as well. That's a very good point. Um, She's just open with that. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, should we move on? Yeah. Then we have, well, wow, here we are. Roman Reigns versus John Cena. This is it. Happened here. Yep. Sure um, did. So My eyelids got a I heavy will say at this point. I was underwhelmed. Yeah, to say the least. A lot. Um, yeah. It was, I feared that they would have a match, and I wish I'll book that they would have a match. I wish I'll book that they would do something really crazy and give this feud animosity and wrestle outside of the ring and 
interject new moves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then so I feared that they would do very what they high did, hopes. which was a very boring 10 minutes. You know, the table spot I didn't find cool because it was the exact Undertaker spot that they did at WrestleMania. <laughs> it really which was. Which I saw coming. Yeah. I'm sure other people did too. Yeah, definitely. That spot wasn't anything 100%. crazy. 100%. Besides the fact that Roman botched gonna, it yeah. and almost broke his neck. So that yeah. was interesting. Yeah, he gave himself a DDT. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that looked bad. Um, How you doing? I'm sorry. John Cena looked like shit in this match. Yeah. I don't know what. I don't like this whole, like, when he left the ring. That and that into this whole like joking. John what was Cena. that? Yeah, right at the beginning of the like, match. They were saying like you both suck, and he was like, "All right, then I'll leave." No, no, no. I get dumb. that, but like, how does no it make sense. Cena look? It, it like was, it was stupid. Why? I mean, you're that trivial. You've been having these right. back and forths, these heated exchanges for weeks and weeks, and because of the crowd, you're just gonna leave. Right. What? And it, I don't know. You would think that spot was planned because Roman Reigns like came out, came out, and and got each him. Other, yeah, but I'm doubt they knew. I really hope not. That was gonna happen. Yeah. So I don't know. That was very and the whole like laughing John Cena like. The John Cena against AJ Styles was a great John Cena. Yeah. Even Shinsuke Nakamura, there was no laughing. Maybe, you know. um, maybe not by Rumble, but yeah. Like when he, you're saying when AJ, the initial feud. Yeah, well, all of it. I don't ever recall him in the middle of the match, like laughing and like just that, oh, that, yeah, okay. that, that kind of, even in the promos leading up. I mean, yeah, he always had that smugness about him, but he like, it's even like out. when he first came to Raw, it was just very comedic and unnecessary yeah. and tacky and, and he cocky. interjected that into this match he's maybe too comfortable i don't know what like, it is but it, it almost feels like he's like checked out and he's going through the motions because i feel yeah. like roman reigns and to me well, this by is the an indictment the- on roman because roman isn't the type of competitor that would drive cena to not be that kind of competitor like aj was at rumble and SummerSlam. yeah where exactly or I Kevin almost Owens. said that a second ago. Like AJ Styles doesn't really give you an opportunity to right. like smile and joke or around. Or Kevin Owens in, in that when match. that match was happening. Yeah. Or Sami yeah. well, Zayn in the their difference. match. I that's mean, the difference. So that's an indictment on Roman right there. Yeah. That you know John Cena had to pull out a bunch of new moves in those matches. He didn't hear. Um, it's not even Roman's fault. Roman's just taking what's being given to him. It's really the fault of the people who should know better. They're they're judging one hundred percent superficially, and that's. I mean, that's the problem. Yeah, but I mean, you, you you always talk about how people, you know, wrestlers should step up, even, you know, how Grab it's... that brass ring. Creative. That's, what, that's my expression that I made It's creative, up. and it's, you know, the wrestlers going above and beyond. And I don't feel like Reigns went above and beyond to this match. No way. It was a very standard match, so yeah. I do feel like that is a part of an indictment on Roman. The fact Agreed. that Roman kicked out of four different attitude adjustments oh is bizarre. Oh my you didn't God. even let Cena kick out of one spear. That was mind-blowing. Oh, they, by the way. They chose the Superman punch as the move to kick out of when nobody ever gets nobody's beaten ever that. gotten. Yeah, exactly. Nobody's ever gotten beaten by the Superman punch. By the way, Reigns versus Lesnar at WrestleMania, it's more than penciled in at yeah. this point, right? The only yeah. two guys who kicked out of four finishers ever, let alone in the same night. Yeah. That, that was that just... Ugh. Yeah, that... that when, yeah. When, oh, after the rolling AAs, I, I, did you think it was over after the rolling AAs? Because I yeah. did. Yep. I thought that people online were like, "Oh, how did you think that they were going to have four A's? Three finishers is the limit. Nobody ever kicks out of a third finisher off the top rope. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Which makes AJ Styles look not as strong anymore either. So that kind of you know all this booking trickles down into uh, other people. Granted, AJ Styles is smaller and there's a different dynamic, and he's still great for kicking out. But it just makes that moment less. It it almost makes that match. Down a notch, because that was one of the most epic parts of that match. Yeah. So they don't realize that they do this stuff. It affects other matches and it well, affects they're history. Well, they're thinking this is the biggest match ever. They're not thinking how what effect does it have on 
any of Cena's past rivalries because they, they're not thinking like, oh, even though those past rivalries are like a thousand times better. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not thinking, or at least they don't want to admit that. Yeah. Like, so I, that's, that yeah. would never enter their peripheral when they're, but I, I just, the match really put me to sleep. It like, did. I, I was asleep. I, I, w- I woke up to Roman Reigns' music and I said, really? Oh, okay. And then I saw the respect thing and well, I was like. you actually fell asleep? No, I actually fell asleep. Seriously, <laughs> legitimately. I woke up with Roman's music playing, saw the whole respect thing, and I was like, one match? Really? You're Seriously? I was like, somebody has to attack somebody. And nobody did, yeah. as you know. Yeah, I gave it three and a quarter stars, which maybe... What? Yeah. Cena versus Reigns. Three and a quarter stars. You think it deserves more than that? Or less than that? I can't less. tell. Less. Well, a lot less. I mean, hold on. I thought you were shitting on it. Three and a quarter stars. You know there's only five stars, right? Yeah. I mean... That seems I, well, generous I to gave me. Jordan and Miz three stars. So, I mean... There yeah, was, and that match was better, in my opinion. Well... Just because they go through a table doesn't, doesn't automatically well, no, give that it like wasn't a, the, that, a minimum. That wasn't the, the spot that did it. <clears throat> there was emotion in the match. There was... I was invested in the match. I was invested on the near falls. So they did a good job in that sense. The way it was booked isn't necessarily on them because yeah. they didn't create it. So what they did with what they were given, although I believe that they both could have done more, yeah, still was, I think, a three, you know, a three and a quarter star match. Okay, you know, it's just how I feel. I give it a. I literally fell asleep during it. Yeah, and I, I don't woke blame up during Rain's music. That. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I wasn't tired. I wasn't just like <laughs> behind on sleep. It just did not the opposite of anything for me. Out of five. I agree. I But, yeah, I mean, I agree. But I don't okay. know. I guess, I don't know. I think that there was still good work in the match. You know, there were still two main event level guys just, who I, worked a match that see, was I also built on finishers. And the fact that they're only going to have the one match and it's these two, like, that's a factor. The fact, how yeah. the match was only, was not even that long, right? Like, it's 22 these, minutes. These were, oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It seemed to go by quicker when I rewatched it Monday. Um, yeah, it was 22 minutes. Um, and it flew by when I slept through it. In any case, I, I just, no. Four A's, I, I don't, you know. Yeah. Um, John Cena went on Raw Talk after, well, of course, after the match, like you said, they anointed each other, and, you know, Rain, Cena essentially had sex with Reigns in the middle of the ring, and <laughs> rose Cena his hand up, yeah. and yep. Felicia was involved. And <laughs> I'm the big shark in the big pond. So, and of course, there was this big dramatic send-off, and John Cena's almost crying in the ring, and then we get to Raw Talk. Where was it ridiculous, too, that they promoted him for Raw Talk after he touched everything on the way out and took way too long leaving, like, all right, no. this is it. This is the last time I'm ever going to walk out of an arena. Of course, I didn't think he would never be back, but I'm thinking, like, all right, so he can't be on Raw tomorrow. He can't, like, don't, I don't want to see him again anytime soon. He just said goodbye. That's his goodbye. Goodbye, John. I don't want to see him again. I agree and with that. Like, Tonight after the program, we talked to John Cena. But you have Cena. to imagine that people are going to want to watch that to see what that meant. So from a marketing perspective, I think it made sense. I don't watch Raw Talk all the time right after, and I did want to watch it to see what he was going to have to say. So yeah. in that respect, it worked. Okay. And he was very genuine. I wish we got this John Cena during the feud. Did you watch it, the entire thing? No, I didn't watch any of it. Oh, I advise I you to. Nothing, really... nothing compelled me to watch it. Nothing. Well, I, I think you should. Or I, encouraged I, I, me I to watch it. I thought it was a very genuine John Cena. He was very reflective. I wish we got this John Cena, like I said, on Raw, but it was a totally different, essentially real John Cena saying how... <laughs> Will the real John Cena please stand up? I don't believe script, script reads me. You know, he doesn't know how much longer he could work at the level that he's working. He said, no, I'm not retiring, 
but I don't know how much longer I have left. He said yeah. that. I didn't oh, I, I pass didn't. the torch to Roman. Roman took it, which I made guess me want I to vomit. A, I guess I saw a clip of it, actually, because yeah. I definitely heard some of this. Oh, they recapped it on Raw, right? They said it. Yeah, I don't know if they yeah. showed it. They said it. They showed it. Um, but yeah, the whole line about Roman taking the yeah. torch, not He didn't get handed it. anything. He took it. Um, no, he didn't. So You, you were going to say that line no know. matter what the match looked like. I do period. have to say I don't know where... John Cena goes from here next. I don't know what his next program could be, how he comes back. So that, so the John Cena arc going forward intrigues me. I will have to admit to see how. I and mean, I have to say, I give the guy gonna... from a from a performer standpoint of the burying shit. No one should ever say anything like that again. Because even though it's Roman Reigns, he let him and agreed to let him kick out of four of his finishers and put him over in the first match. That is very selfless on the guy's part. So all the shit that Roman said that he probably meant about bearing talent, I hope Roman's eating his words because yeah. he put him over. Well, he did. I mean, he very, said, he very said, strongly. You know, Roman match. Roman came back. I mean, first after the match, he, he mouthed respect, and then didn't well, of he course say, he better say, fucking mouth respect. He said, I, sucking TV. his dick in the middle of the, he said, of the ring. He said on his TV, you know, Cena, whatever, earned my well, no, respect. I'm, I was I'm, wrong. I think he said I was wrong. I'm well, yeah, uh, but I I just yes, I'm happy that he said that, but I believe that it was just. Very selfless of John. I don't agree with how selfless that it was, but I was surprised he Wait, was Wait, can you elaborate it. on that? Because there's two ways to take it, I think. It was very selfless of John to do like, what he did. Like, you don't agree that it was actually... Amount, okay, but, so I don't, you don't but I don't that agree he that he should have been. Okay. I, I think it was ridiculous that he yeah. thought yeah, no, I agree. to do that. I, I, agree. I just don't know. I'm not a good guy. And I thought that he was on our side. I feel like betrayed by him. I thought he was on our side. I thought backstage at a creative meeting, if somebody said you're gonna Roman's gonna kick out of four AAs, just like back at at SummerSlam when somebody told him that he's gonna kick out of a DDT to the floor where that Wade Barrett's gonna give him, I thought that maybe it would come full yeah. circle and be like, No. Maybe this shouldn't happen. <laughs> but it didn't. Well that's the opposite so, though. That's was the he opposite. Like, at SummerSlam twenty ten, the one you're talking about. He well, I know, but was he like giving back to us? Do you think? Do you think Oh, that, like, you're like, saying maybe he was thinking too hard about that. Yeah, like do you think it was like giving back to us? But it's the wrong guy, John. Like yeah. do that with like uh, anybody else. Like, Literally it, anybody else. He partially did it with AJ Sammy Styles. Zane, Kevin Owens, AJ you know, Styles. Finn Balor, yeah. uh, I mean, that's Seth the problem. Rollins. He has been putting over people in the later part of his career, so I can't even say that. But just that strongly, I wish, was reserved yeah. for, you know, a Kevin Owens maybe early it's in just his career. Because Kevin Owens lost that feud. Ugh, don't remind me. WWE is still gung-ho about Roman being the guy, and it's just, it's going to be like another John Cena. Like, I don't even know. I, to hear you say, like, you thought he was on our side. When was he on our side? I, he's the face well, of the opposition as well, far as I'm concerned. during the promos, he said everything that we thought. John yeah, Cena. but I even, I even said like it was like the wrong guy to be saying both of these things. Yeah, but I also, I mean, I do. So that have didn't a level win him over res- for me. I do have a level of respect for him as a performer. The I stuff, definitely have respect for a him. lot of the stuff Roman was saying to him was just so unrealistically wrong that we dissected in the past few weeks about the whole Hollywood thing and being a part timer. You know, yeah. comparing him to The Rock when he mm-hmm. was on top for so much longer yeah. before he actually left. So all of that kind of. Um, bothered me and I thought that John was speaking our language and I really thought that you know he didn't deserve anything and and I don't think that he still did do anything to deserve what he got in that match no. based upon a month ago no. what changed yep so I agree all in all it was a bad decision doing this match in no it mercy. was scripted it was a scripted change like it was all it basically shows yeah. that all that was just bullshit yeah all the talk was just bullshit yeah to so, promote the um, match like that's the this is the best example of oh we were just hyping the match yeah so they definitely shit the bed in this match big time Big time, and doing Agreed. the feud right and now. And the handling of it. There's just the whole, even yeah, having the bad. match, right down to that. 
so could yeah, go, we're, could we're go down could be could go down as the biggest botch of the year. Um, <laughs> ne- next to so let's the talk next about match. of the last three matches. Let's talk about the match that had my favorite finish next, the Cruiserweight Championship. Yeah, I don't know why. I know I shouldn't like it. I just really like it. As soon as Enzo was holding the belt, I thought, well, you know, it's not the first shit. time he won a match that way in the coming. Week. No, 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 oh, okay. no, no, no. I no, no, no. I know. No, that's part of why I like it. Yeah, because it wasn't out of the blue. He straight up was saying all along, if I get the opportunity to, I'm going to cut corners. Yeah, and I think it could have been shorter, personally, to give some more yeah. time to Strowman and Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, um, but I just I liked it. Yeah, they could have. They definitely could have cut some of the. But they wanted Neville to look strong coming out of it, which he obviously did. Um, yeah, this match was probably timed according to how short they wanted the main event to be. But anyway, I just really liked it. as soon as as soon as Enzo was holding the belt ringside, you know, I got excited. Yeah, and I Enzo, thought, wow, he's gonna win. He's really gonna win. Yeah, and Enzo's I'm happy. Really, I gave him better odds than I gave Braun. Yeah, and Enzo's a really good seller too. So he always makes beatdowns look believable. Yeah. Oh, I have yeah. to give him that credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, it was very plotting. You know, I gave it. Um, what I get this match? I gave it two and three quarter stars, just because okay. of the fact yeah. that there wasn't I'm a there lot with you. before it. You know, it was beatdown of Enzo and. That's, you know, that, that took away from it for you, or that added. It to was it. just a little long. I just feel like they could have achieved this a little shorter, personally. Like so you would I, have given it a higher rating if it was shorter, and they yeah, did less. Because I mean, like he gets the shit kicked out of him for this long and this long and this long, whereas like these other competitors in the division who have been at a much more elite level than Enzo have lost quicker, and Enzo hung in with him. Yeah, but they wasn't part of that. Like Neville was kind of stringing him along a little bit. I mean, sometimes. Because Neville I mean, was kind of having... Neville was match, at least no. having fun. No, I'm saying just with Enzo. Like, Neville yeah. was kind of just having fun, you know, because Neville's perspective is that he's offended at the idea of Enzo even being in the division, let alone getting a title shot post-haste. Yeah, I mean, I guess you just have to consider the fact, like, you know, when Big Cass, for example, like, Big Boot Enzo, he'll be down for, like, six, seven minutes in a match, and then with this, Enzo was able to, like withstand all this yeah. damage get up do the whole get the belt and kick okay, him okay so nuts. you're going so, off the one time enzo was out just forever for way too because he was he was out for way too well, long well i mean it's a lot of matches that's happened all the matches with enzo and cast were that story where he would be out of the ring and then a cast would finish the match and then enzo yeah, would get okay. back up and celebrate so but i mean i do I, I, I like the way that they did it i thought it was smart yeah on, me too on raw, I, love it. I really liked it the cruiserweights main event me too um, really i mean if this wasn't football season it wouldn't have happened but yeah no chance. i understand that's why. fair to say because the first hour drew 3.1 million and the third hour drew 2.6 million wow because of the football game being yeah, yeah, yeah. so totally uh, but i still like the what season. they did i didn't know that you can get a clause like that drawn up so easily i thought like maybe lawyers had to be involved but yeah that's another story i thought maybe that's <laughs> where i actually don't want to say that yet because i'm hoping that maybe kurt angle will like say to enzo after enzo was like kind of a dick to him backstage that wasn't into effect until this day or something yeah. like that. After, Neville can't not get a well, title. Well, unless that's where they're going with it. And then, because I was thinking one clever place to go if that's what... If they've now commit to Neville not getting a title shot from Enzo, that could be Neville's story. Is he's trying to get the belt onto anybody else so he can then win it off them. Yes, maybe. But... Um, okay. Real quick, though. Sorry. Oh, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, right after the beatdown Monday night and right after, like, everyone did their thing to Enzo, I wanted... Kurt Angle to come out and say, and the celebration starts now. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would have been good. So, like, the clause is in effect starting now. Or give him the advice that he was going to give him. Say, like, here's my advice. And it would have helped him in this situation, maybe. That's a great idea. I love that. But what did happen 
and I don't know if you saw this or not, after Raw went off the air, Braun Strowman came out, beat up Enzo. Yeah. And then essentially, and I like this about him because it kind of confirmed that he's a babyface. He like called them over to like yeah. essentially pick up the scraps. And yep. kind of, I liked it. He was like kind of like the defender of like the little people. It was a cool, it was, the way it was done was cool. The way he was like, they were all afraid of him. And then he was kind of like saying, it's okay to come in like this giant, yeah. like allowing them all in. But, but they, they all were, did something. But that sentiment was over beating somebody down. So, I mean... Yeah, but why know. does he care that much about what they do with... I feel like his character a few months ago wouldn't care enough whether or not they do anything. He would just do it and leave. Yeah. So, okay. I don't know. It was. Okay. I, I like the way they did it and the way his facials look. It was, I, I yeah. thought it was interesting. It was a bit of character I development for me. I actually watched 205 Live this week. Maybe Enzo's working. But I say that to say that on 205 Live, the way they were talking about how the other cruiserweights came down and... Like did their moves to Enzo, right. which made is what me I was going to say. Made me to you. think, like, wait, did I miss that on Raw? Because I definitely remember it going off the air before yeah. that. But I had heard about the Braun Strowman and stuff after that. Yeah, with the other cruiserweights. So my point is that all of them now shouldn't be allowed to get a title shot because yeah. so they have to get around. If you're going to acknowledge that, which apparently they are. Yeah, they definitely are. So I guess we'll see where that goes. I thought that maybe it was going to lead to somebody debuting in the division. Like the whole thing would be, well, we can't do it, but this guy isn't signed yet or something like that. And I was yeah. like, is fucking like Rey Mysterio there? Or? Oh, wow. Because just because it was main eventing and then I had Your to remember that. Your hopes always go to like... <laughs> well, I mean, the fact that they were main the eventing with tower this, in town. But then I realized that it's football season and whatnot. But, uh, so yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes and Enzo has a point. Definitely. There are more eyeballs on the product. I said, look at me, don't eyeball me. There's a difference. And Definitely. It's very interesting to see where things go. Mm-hmm. Do they do like a cruiserweight ladder match? Since all the cruiserweights... Oh, I hope so. Actually, I hope so more before Enzo was champion, but I hope so still. And that's an easy way to have Enzo crawl up and retain the belt. So that's probably definitely happening. Hey, don't. Some like a multi-man. Did they, on 205 Live, I haven't watched, did they seem to like talk about the number one? Well, Neville. They like, had, how did they talk about that? Did they say Neville doesn't have a shot or did they? They kind of acted like Neville doesn't have a shot and Neville's going off the deep end. Like he's but just the going crazy. The other cruiserweights who did anything, they're just not. They had addressed it here and there, but I think ultimately they left it kind of open-ended for now. And the main event of No Mercy finally was Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman. Another match that I definitely say I was disappointed in. Oh my God, yeah. But of course. not as disappointed as Cena and Roman. Yeah, because but just between the two matches, the whole show just left was. a bad taste in my mouth. Definitely. I agree. And I gave this three and a half stars. I think that Lesnar is a good seller. What? Still too high? <laughs> it was the same yeah. match with Samoa Joe, essentially. Did nothing. And if anything, I think Lesnar sold for Strowman more than he did. Yeah, no, he definitely did. So the match essentially was Braun Strowman beating the shit out of Brock for yep. seven minutes. And then Brock gets the Kimura lock on, which logically I did like. I yeah, think it made sense I like that to take too, him down. For that to be his attempt, like, what do I do? And it made sense that Strowman wasn't able to capitalize on the pin because of the damage done to the arm. Yeah. That was all logical. Yeah. And, you know, Lesnar did eventually kick out of another... Um, power slam. Power, right? slam, power slam, slam. Which kind of... That yeah, part four. bothered me because I did think it was going to be over too, there. Like I, like I, I do to. wish Strowman just had a cooler finishing move because that move isn't like yeah. a... I mean, it works for him. By the time he hit the fourth one, I was like, does he know how to do any other moves? Because... I feel like there's other stuff he could be doing instead of just having done four well, you of your finisher in such for a Lesnar short match. With German suplexes, no, right? No, yeah, but German suplex isn't his finisher. That's my point. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, he you does can't have just a do lot it all willy nilly like Strowman was doing. Well, the he, did a, power he did a choke slam. slam. 
Um, yeah, but that's not I, what I'm saying. Is I would have been a lot happier with four choke slams and one or two running power slams than yeah, just the four. I just don't know. They've had him go through a bunch of finishing moves in his career. That's the thing. People, yeah, he has one move. He has the reverse choke slam. That yeah, but I, you kind of knew they move. were gonna. He wasn't gonna do that forever. As soon as I saw him do it the first. No, time. but you can still do it a few times. And he's done it in the last few months. He did it in in the feud with Roman. He's done it before. Oh like really? Recently. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He has the lifting, uh, the lifting triangle choke where he used to choke people out to his chest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he does a bunch of stuff. I mean, Lesnar's bigger. So, but that was. I mean, I don't know why they didn't let him do more. Um, it was yeah. longer than I thought. It was nine minutes, and. You know, I do. Oh, think you thought str- it was less than nine nine minutes. I would have said it was a little more than nine minutes. No, I meant how long I thought it would be. Oh, okay, okay. Um, oh, because wow. I did think that it was either going to be Strowman beating the shit out of Lesnar, beating him, not in like a squash match, but in five minutes. Yeah, or vice versa with Lesnar, where Lesnar just going to get the the one up. Yeah, because they've put over the F five as a move that could be done out of nowhere. They've tried to establish the fact that it's strong. I don't know why they didn't let Strowman I mean, get out of it, though. They definitely could have. Th- yeah. This so, is, now, uh, now it's pretty strong, because that's Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman. Right. Like, all for Roman to get out of it now, one. probably. Yeah. No, definitely. So that's sure. all that's is leading to. They just couldn't any possibly anymore be telegraphing Roman versus Brock at Mania. And now all they're gonna, their only agenda in the meantime is to try and get as much favor from the crowd for Roman as they can, because they don't realize you can't. You can't yeah. really. Like, you're, just, you're, you're, you're making it worse. Stop helping. Moving on to Raw with Braun Strowman. Kurt Hawkins comes out, talks about making history. He I love Kurt he Hawkins. He has not Me too. I, he has an undefeated. The Kurt Hawkins history machine. So good. He has an undefeated streak. Braun Strowman comes out, beats the shit out of him. Body slam, uh, power slams him through the LED grid. Yeah, And I'm thinking, crazy. why the fuck didn't they do this last night? Yeah. Well, yeah. It shit. ends that way. Yes, it's a no count out and no winner, but it's a cool spot. It, oh, during the you match. You could do another match at Royal we, Rumble and say that Lesnar got hurt or something like that, or Strowman got hurt. That's too long, though. Between now and then, I mean. Between now and Royal Rumble. Yeah, but it was also... I mean, think about the other Lesnar programs that we waited for. Lesnar and Rollins, we waited for that long. Yeah, but we they waited kind of for Lesner, they tied it off um, enough before Lesnar was gone to let you know that, like, he's not... You know what I mean? Like, he's not. he's going to be gone for a little bit. That's what I'm saying. Say that he got injured or something. Or one of them got, got injured, or yeah, that spot, or maybe. or you know we have we have Survivor Series coming up, and there's ways to yeah. alleviate that Survivor situation. Series, I'm just so curious where they're going to go with Survivor Series to follow up last year, because last year without Goldberg versus Brock would have been already a really entertaining. Survivor I think they're series. probably going to do what they did I last year. I think they year have with... to have something up their sleeve like that. Like well, the horsewoman match may be there. The horsewoman match oh, could be okay. there if they go that route. I feel yeah, like that, may that be would there. be great. Yeah. Um, High hopes again. Jimmy getting all of our hopes up. Well, I mean, that's been rumored for... In kind yeah, of, you know, but for Survivor Series... Wouldn't be Series. that big of a surprise, I feel yeah, like. But, yeah, um, that's true. And it, so, it is wishful booking. anything else about... Uh, oh, and then also with Braun, I really liked the Dean Ambrose match with Braun Strowman. Me too. Because Dean Ambrose, you know, his character gets stale and he sometimes bothers me, but he is a oh, former yeah. world champion. He's a very strong competitor. As we saw on Sunday, he's... Yeah. Strong enough to withstand right. just about anything. And he's a lunatic. We laugh about that moniker, but it works now with wanting to come out for Strowman. And I yeah, just think that he like hasn't that, gotten that like main event level singles match in a while. And it helped remind people that like, you know, he's not just a take team wrestler. He used to be a world champion. He hung for over ten minutes with Braun Strowman in a fairly competitive match. Yeah. And I really liked it. I thought it was Yeah, really I, I cool. liked it a lot. Too. I have a feeling that maybe if Matt and Jeff weren't or Jeff wasn't getting surgery that they probably would have done this with 
I think them, that's what they were going to do, yeah. Because Jeff Hardy also, it would make sense for him to come out and kind of be like Daredevil with Braun. Oh, Hardy, Hardy's versus Braun. Oh, wow. Yeah, just because, because now the, the next thing we're going to get into with Raw is the fact that, of course, at No Mercy... Miz asked Kurt Angle if he could interview Roman Reigns on Miz yeah. TV to kick off Raw. I did tweet like shortly after that, before the end of No Mercy, that I said I fell asleep during Roman and Cena, and the idea of Shield versus Miz Taraja TLC, I can feel my eyelids getting heavy already. Yeah. So Miz TV happens. Roman Reigns just continues to make me groan with get a beer and talking like he's oh, on some ghetto. Yeah. Stop with the cheap attempts for bra. face face pops. Like just stop. We whoop your ass. It was just, and when he said that they like getting loud, they like barely were loud. The crowd, I love yeah. that. Um, and just the whole, you know, all right, then let's go. It was awkward. And you also, know what I mean? like, Roman Reigns laughing about the idea of the Shield and Mistrage actually is what we all feel about that yeah. match. Yeah. And if it happens that now. Was the most honest, his most honest moment and that if he, whole time. And if it happens now, he just like. It's <laughs> a great point. Failed the marketing for it. Like, yeah. Your biggest main guy just shit on what could be a major match in your what's next supposed to be So this, why are you doing it? What's supposed to be the thing that boosts yeah. business. Yeah. So then later on in the night, we have Roman Reigns versus The Miz, which of course could have ended in disqualification because you have The Miz to rise there. But of course, Roman had to beat The Miz. Was it me or any other time would Roman have taken out all three of The Miz to rise? If they weren't, if we didn't know where they were going with this, Roman would have taken out all three of The Miz to rise by himself. Yeah, you know what I mean? Probably. But only because they need the Mistraj to look so much strong yeah. since Roman's going to need but help. But they really didn't apparently. make him look that strong because you could have had the Mistraj just gang up on him and do that entire beatdown yeah. right there. Instead, yeah. you have Roman beat the Miz, and the Miz is the greatest, you know, essentially, I believe it's Seth Rollins, but you could argue that it would be Roman and the Miz in terms of captains for the Shield. Yeah, you could, you I could, think you it's could Seth argue Rollins, that, yeah. of course. But. Sorry, I should have said this a second ago. I think this whole thing, the Shield reuniting to take on the Mistraj, TLC to boost whatever is a result of Jeff Hardy. I don't know. I, not It's not direct, because I think Ambrose and Rollins were going to be involved with Hardy and Matt in a TLC yeah. tag situation. So I don't know what the plan, if Roman was going to go for the Intercontinental title, but that's where the rumors started, I think. Or at least it, maybe WWE started floating that idea out to people. Yeah, but probably. Yeah, you're right. The way that they frame it now, Roman and Miz would be like the captains. So then you think about Seth and Dean versus Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas, and you laugh because that's like a three-minute squash match on Raw. Yeah. Literally, the super team versus the not even... They're not even credible as a team. Like, against almost anybody, we would expect the Miztourage to lose. I... Sorry. I'm with you. No, I agree. I'm trying to bring it back to where I interrupted you a second. But we have Roman pinning the Miz, so that already right there is why do I want to see that match now, because Roman... The the two best guys have already competed, and Roman won, which of course he would. So there's why no, not do a disqualification finish there is beyond me. There's no threat. Yeah, there's no fucking threat. And even with that beatdown, I mean, of course, yeah, three-on-one Roman. Yes, you could the argue that Roman The only saving grace would've... was that they did the shield thing. The Mizdraz did the shield thing for me. Yeah, that was the only was saving right. grace. Um, but at that point, it's like, wait, why aren't Seth and Dean coming oh, out now? and we left out how that, uh, They well, mentioned the shield earlier. Now they're beating yeah. down Roman. Why aren't Seth and Dean coming out? They should have had Seth and Dean talk about going out to celebrate or something. Something that would have made us think anything other than Seth and Dean are here, they could jump in, and they're not. Yeah, but Roman Reigns... Because they're saving that for next week. Roman Reigns did address in the beginning of the promo how, you know, they're doing their thing in the tag team scene. This is the same argument we had when it was Seth and Dean and the Mistraj, and we were saying, where's Roman? Yeah, yeah. And even Seth Rollins on the Sam Roberts podcast said... 
kind of what now they're interjecting into story finally is that we're kind of doing our own thing. And I wish that they made that more of a through line in the story because it makes sense. And Seth Rollins says it in an interview. And Roman kind of alluded to it in his promo on Raw. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but also, I mean, Dean just went through a war with Braun Strowman. Yeah. Seth was probably all right to go out there. But I don't know. Roman kind of came off like I don't need them, but not in like a dickish way. And Seth and Dean kind of seem like they're good with where they are. Okay. But I also feel like there's not that much time until TLC. It's only three weeks away after next week. Well, yeah. So I mean, once I also well, don't know why they're rushing with this because I don't think they're rushing with it because once I mean next week if Seth and Dean come out and they're together, yeah. But then, then there's only two weeks to build with the Shield together. Well, what do you even do? I mean, what else is there to do? I feel like you could have the pay per view after next week. Once you establish that it's going to be Shield versus Miztourage. What's there to do is to not do the match with the Mistourage at all, build to somebody like Sanity or another group, anyone else coming oh. in, and make this like a month-long program that culminates at a major pay-per-view. Okay. That's what you do. I discounted how hopeful <laughs> you still were at this point. Sorry. No. no I, I, I mean, I just think like if you're you, reuniting the Shield, you're only going to give it like a, like a three-week story. It's the same thing with Cena and Roman. Yeah. I said to you before we started recording, my initial thought when I got wind that this was where they were going is that, okay, the Shield will reunite... This past Monday on Raw, beat Miztourage, and then go on to take on a better team. So I'm right there with you, but then I started thinking about the landscape. Granted, Sanity is a good call. I didn't even think of that. That's what they. That's honestly what they should do. And Bullet now Club that, was that Raw, that so it. that's wishful booking. But I thought when the Bullet Club was there and the Shield rumors started literally 24 hours before that, I was like, holy shit, is this what's happening? But that was not You could happening. do Finn Balor in them. That was another. Oh right, I have that written down too. I didn't that even. I, I honestly didn't even think of them. I was thinking who could be really good that are heels, and I, you know, I didn't put the club together. Didn't think about NXT, and I was like, oh shit, it's gonna be Mistaraj at TLC. That sucks. I mean, maybe they could do Mistaraj on Raw in the meantime and have Miz and two other guys against like way better guys, uh, and then that devalues both Alice and Curtis Axel. I mean, there's not much of a floor beneath where no, they're no, at now, just, in my I opinion. I just hate this. I think it's ridiculous. I don't know how they think it's good. And not, by the way, we're totally leaving out that Jason Jordan and Matt Hardy defeated oh my Axel God, and yeah. Dallas. Why not have them okay. pin someone there? You're right. There's no way they're going with Miz Taraj at TLC. I think they, they are. must be doing Miz Taraj in the meantime on Raw. And it's gonna it's got to be sanity. But then you have three weeks. Or the Authors of Pain and with somebody that, cool. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. No, the... I mean, maybe if the Hardys beat Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel, and I understand that it was a last-minute replacement, but Jason Jordan and Matt Hardy beating a team that's then supposed to take on... Like, nobody in the world would think Jason Jordan and Matt Hardy stand a chance against Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, right? So by proxy... Yeah. I mean, I just... I I know. I don't know. I'm hoping that they don't, but I feel like they will. And I also feel like... Maybe they're going, and I don't know where Braun Strowman goes at TLC. Is Samoa Joe going to be due back soon? Do we think that's a thing? Is that going to be like well, another he was contenders only, match? He was only initially scheduled to be out for a matter of weeks, I so think, so hopefully. Will it be a heel Joe versus a face Braun, and then that maybe they talk about title? Uh, yeah. And maybe, well, I can't even say that Balor gets involved because he'll be with Wyatt. Um, I'm literally still thinking Braun, I don't know why, I'm still, I'm thinking Braun is the champion. I'm like, oh, so Samoa Joe will go for the championship. They're really just going to have Brock be gone for like the next six yeah. months. Yeah, so early card prediction for No Mercy, I would say... Well, No Strowman, Mercy happened, so we can go ahead and Early just... card prediction for TLC is, I would say, Joe and Strowman. Yeah. A ladder match between... That's the thing. What's it's the gonna TLC, be TLC match and what's, what's the, shield. the ladder match? The Shield is TLC. But they definitely. usually have a TLC match and then a ladder match. 
and then a tables match and a chairs match. So I don't even know. Do they give a ladder match to Mickey and Alexa? Or I mean, I would do a chairs match with them, maybe, and maybe do a tables with Balor and Bray, TLC with. They might, maybe they'll just do, do like, like Strowman and Joe in like a ladder match with a contract hanging for a future title opportunity. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what. Oh I mean, man, I want that so bad, and there's no way it'll maybe, ever happen. Maybe I'm. I want that. That's they do awesome. Like, so what's the Royal Rumble main event? Or the Royal Rumble match? Maybe Finn matches? versus Brock. Don't they know that would be so much better at? That's what I'm no, saying. They we know. Have done it. Finn we and know. Brock. They don't. You could have. They know Finn what they know the is Royal that Rumble. Finn could get injured in. A big that's match so situation. That's what they. That's how they look at it. They should have done Finn wins Royal Rumble, goes against Brock, and you do Roman and Brock at Royal Rumble, and you do John Cena and Roman at WrestleMania. That's what should yeah. happened. Yeah, terrible. Um, that's great. Yeah, dude. I think, I, I think they might do Cena versus Taker too, because that was now for me. That was now. Did you hear about Michelle point, McCool's the post point though recently of saying that to Roman weeks ago? Is that you know they must be doing something else. It's going to be Cena versus Taker at Mania, and nobody's going to want to see it by that point. Yeah. Five I mean, years I'll, too late. I'll still want to see it, but Michelle McCool recently posted a picture of Undertaker and herself doing some sort of a lunch thing at school, and it was like hashtag retired life, and he looked pretty... He looked pretty... Yeah, but she's a worker. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't see. I, I, I don't see it happening. She's um, one of the boys. So... That's the show this week? That's the show. Or at least that's raw. Keep an eye on the feed for our SmackDown thoughts. For the Wishful Booking Podcast, my name is Jimmy Moorcraft. You can catch me on Twitter at Dr. Moorcraft. My name is Liam McNulty. You can catch me on Twitter at Real Huge Actor. You can like our Facebook page at Wishful Booking Pod. Email us, wishfulbooking at gmail.com. And I'm sure one of these weeks, one of us will check those emails. Yes, definitely. Of course you have an email, you idiot. Just read it. Count on <laughs> that. So long, guys. Later.